0: Hello and welcome to the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast, your one stop for co-op news and reviews. This week, Jason Perez is here to entertain you with some more Shelf Stories.
1: Yo, my peoples, what's up? Welcome to Shelf Stories, the channel that tells tales from games, books, and life. I am your host, Jason. Thank you so so much for stopping by uh, to this crossover extravaganza. Uh, So I'm going to throw it over to the gentlemen who are guesting with me so that they can introduce their podcast.
0: Thank you so much, Jason. It's great to be here. Uh, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. That's right. (laughs) That's how we begin all of our episodes. It's very familiar to us. Um, We host the podcast, Two Can Play That Game, which is a podcast that's all about Two-player board games specifically, and so every episode we tackle a new game, and we tell you our thoughts on it, and we also tell you a bunch of stuff that are not our thoughts on it. Uh, that are our <laughs> thoughts on other things too. We uh, we like to think of it as kind of like a non-traditional uh, board game uh, review podcast because we kind of go off the rails, and we enjoy going off the rails a little bit into some. Uh, Weirder territory, I guess. um Which I find and- is actually kind of
1: germane to the two-player genre because, like, if you're two players, like, okay, if you're four players at a at a, a gaming like a cafe, right? Got, yep. do you, when you when we were at
0: cafes, we we're in the land of COVID, as
1: we were. Yeah, right. Like, we yeah,
0: started. I'm I'm there. I'm there right now, Jason. Yeah, right. About
1: <laughs> so you go and you walk into a game store or a cafe, and like yeah. people are hovering over a four-player game, and Lord help you. If you mm-hmm. want to get in with that game, you have to wait. <laughs> do not disturb the table. But when it's That's a two-player right. game, it's just people going back and forth, chit chatting. Yep. We're doing this. Yes. I'm going to do this. Da, da, da. So, like, I can understand how your podcast can kind of like encompass a little bit more of that kind of chitter chatter.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and Andrew and I have known each other for a very long time at this point, and we kind of use board games as a bonding experience in and of itself. So this just kind of grew out of that anyway. So Mm -hmm. for us, it's just, um, it's not really the background while we talk to each other, but it is right alongside us, you know, hanging for the most part. So
2: yeah, I'd say if you can't have a good conversation during your game night, what are you even doing? I mean, that's, that's what it's all about for me, you
0: know? <laughs> well, that's a good
2: point. We've covered a wide
0: range of games uh, at, at this point, Jason. Some that allow for a little bit more chit-chat and some you got to focus on if you want to win, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Andrew doesn't know a lot about that, just, just burning him <laughs> yeah, yeah, right up front. <laughs> What's this winning thing? <laughs> yeah, right. So, he, likes oh, when I, he likes when I kind of jab him a little bit. Who yeah i love it, it. who
1: does it so we are <laughs> so well, so pete and i were talking on private dm and you know, Pete's been keeping track of Shelf Store, so he reached out to me. said, thank you very much. And so I, I you know, I found out about the podcast and listening to the two two-player stuff. And then so our thing is cooperative games. So I, a Shelf Store is a cooperative gamer. I'm also in the One Stop Co-op Shop. The the podcast, also the One Stop Co-op Shop podcast. So hello, podcast listeners. Hey, uh, hi, I am hi. on Zoom and on Zoom. I'm showing off a little bit of One Stop Co-op Shop swag. So we decided to do a little bit of a crossover, talking about two-player cooperative games. Mm. of which there are legion there are so many yeah right
0: (laughs) very common genre you know as in very few
1: so few i i I was because i i have the ones that i know and i was looking oh which other ones are out there? could use this opportunity wait nothing
2: yeah what yeah so it's a a big hole in the market i mean we would we would jump all over that i mean i I think that would help out our friendship a lot if we could be a little more cooperative not always fighting each other so much i know i
0: know jason this guy i'm done with this guy andrew (laughs) and it's mainly because no one's making board games that can allow us to you know you know actually have a good time with each other
1: (laughs) <laughs> so uh, so we have a conversation in two parts One, I want to know mm-hmm. why And I, I know these gentlemen have some ideas about that And two, there are a series of games That are one and two player We've spoken about them many times here On the On Shelf Stories and the One Stop Co-op Shop The Oniverse games I currently have a series of solo playthroughs Moving up uh, on the One Stop Co-op Shop But they do also play with two player And that is not an experience that I always have So I'm excited to look at the Oniverse series from the lens of a two-player, because some of them, some of my ratings change radically when it comes to two-player. So we can get to yes. that. But first, I want to go to Mister Miller over there. Mister uh, <laughs> uh, likes to be the butt of jokes, or uh, pretends to like <laughs> to be the butt of jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, you had some thoughts about there just aren't that many two-player only cooperative games. Like I can think of, they literally like that you can really count the good ones on one hand. On one hand, yeah, yeah.
0: That's
1: very true. So I so do you you had some thoughts.
2: Well, I just think that uh, no, they don't. Like I said, they don't. They don't really have too many out there for us. And the the universe is probably our best uh, best example of, of cooperative games. Uh, Pete and I haven't covered any on our on our show at all. And uh, we we always say we like the the games that even if they're not cooperative, the ones where you're kind of playing next to each other and you're not necessarily getting into combat you know uh Mm -hmm. uh, patchwork comes to mind where you're just kind of peacefully building a quilt next to each other you know you're not getting in each other's way too much
0: (laughs) right there's levels of uh tough competition there's there's levels of um direct conflict in these games right and some of them are direct conflict like you are every move you make hurts the other person and it's real you know sadistic or whatever that way um and then there's some like patchwork which was one of our favorite uh two-player games where you're just kind of doing your own thing and you're doing it alongside the other person and and you have a little bit of interaction you know but um but it's not so much about directly hurting the mm-hmm. other person it's really just kind of about doing mainly doing your own thing um and so i don't know i mean we uh, andrew might have uh, like one side of that more than me i don't know I, I like a good conflict every now and then you know what i mean especially well, with andrew because i know him so well you know what i mean but
2: well here's the here's the problem though is is we gotta we gotta keep our friendship intact here because uh as, we're famous on our podcast for you know it's the podcast for people who only have one friend so that's if, right if if we get in too too big of a fight over a game, that's it. We got no friends anymore. And then and then we're playing solo games. So uh Jason, yeah. if
0: I if I'm not friends with Andrew, I'm not friends with anybody. That's it. my <laughs> one friend. You know what I mean? What do I gotta Actually, do? I gotta get a the, dog the, all of a sudden, you know. The land I mean? that's of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we do have to be careful. We and we try to keep that in mind. You know what I mean? Um, see me, I and, drove
1: my I drove my one friend away a long time ago. So I've been solo <laughs> gaming since twenty sixteen. I had a podcast <laughs> of solo <See>? games.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you seem to be doing okay. So maybe it's not so bad. Actually, Andrew, I I'm gonna talk to you after this call, maybe about kind of <laughs> splitting. You know what I mean? Just get them out of here. <laughs>
1: well, why do you think that is though? I mean, I think yeah. so there's a couple, right? Like the Fox in mm-hmm. the Forest where I came out last year. It's a pretty That's solid right. game, trick taking, yeah. very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, uh, the there's a game called The Ravens of Three Sahashri, which yep. is a limited communication game and like you know, mm-hmm. like very asymmetric. Like you know, one person puts together a puzzle that guided by the other person. I love that game, but it's very cerebral yes. and weird. And yes. then another game called And Then We Held Hands. This was a yes. Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and it was wow. like trying to get into each other's heads and play cards and move a ball, move a marble along a ball. Like you know, not me being able to communicate. So like wonky games like really yeah. wonky <laughs> you
0: yeah. know you're not gonna get they won- don't have normal, gonna... the like, idea, right? have normal play mechanics is so the none of them have normal
1: play mechanics i'm wondering like, like yeah. why why don't we just get like a standard you know pandemic yeah. co-ops maybe it's because right. most of the co-ops play two player but like i don't mm-hmm. know like i just feel like it's just a it's a like many many co-ops they play better at the higher player counts. they don't really like yeah you know it's like different at two so i'm just yeah i know you're
0: like, exactly right yeah, at like Fox and the Force Duet and Codenames Duet are probably the closest we get to like, because they, they literally take the mechanic from the base game and then they made it a two-player game, essentially. So they're the closest that we get to like a normal play mechanic kind of in a, in a two-player game, uh, co-op game. But um, I, I, the only thing I can think of as to why this is, because like you said, you cite the fact that a lot, of, there are just a ton of co-op games out there that can be played with two players if you want. It can play, you know, anywhere from two to eight or whatever a right. lot of those games like you said like pandemic or whatever it's like you can play that with two players if you want um it's just a different experience and so I, different I, I experience think,
1: like the like yeah. a, a pure two-player co-op is more intimate and i think that's what i appreciate about your perspective like yes. you lean
0: into that intimacy we're very intimate yeah oh yeah yeah. yeah yeah um <laughs> and you're right we do lean into the intimacy for yeah. sure and we're comfortable with it um and uh i think i think it's just because the game designers probably it, when they picture two people playing a game against each other, they're picturing them going up against the other person, I think is yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we probably, honestly, maybe all three of us should get together and try to help break that thought process. That's what we're trying to do if right we now. Don't, Yeah, if we don't this break that out. thought process, the designers won't make the things that we need, you know what I mean, which are intimate two-player co-op games which is what we need um and i I guess that just date dates back to you know a lot of the classics you know like chess and backgammon and stuff like that it's just literally you are trying to beat your opponent period you know what i mean it's um i feel like co-op games and i don't know would you agree with this jason that co-op games are a more modern invention i guess Um, well i
1: mean and you have some thoughts andrew go ahead
2: well no i was gonna say i think it's definitely uh (laughs) now you made me think about it it might be it's probably a cultural thing you know going going all the way back it's like oh well we have to fight you know it's like mm-hmm. it's like uh in our in our human nature from uh the ancient times like like pete said some of those ancient games it's always uh head to head and i think yeah co-op games um i'm having trouble thinking of a, a co-op game that was that was made before you know 19 19- like nineteen ninety, I, I don't know. I, there aren't too yeah, many. Yeah, I mean, the
1: first co-op game was made in like twenty ten. It was Lord of the uh, with Reiner Kingsley's Lord of the Rings, which was, uh, like he didn't even wanted to be co-op. He was just like, <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm a big game about Hobbits, so I have to. And he kind of like threw right. something together, and then like you know, kind of generated from there. So we're talking not two thousand ten. I like, I believe two thousand like five or six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then pandemic was two thousand eight. And right. you know, then we got the cooperative games. So I'm just yep. wondering, like, I mean, just feel like this has been an explosion, right? We're in the golden age yep. and k- publishers are looking at any nook and cranny, right? They're looking at the, if, <laughs> if it makes money, they will make it and they will sell it. I just feel like it just, this whole space hasn't been really you know optimized yet, but yep. I don't know. Maybe they're just, maybe it's just like a lack. Maybe there's no real answer. It's just like a designer conceptual lag and we'll get yep. more as we
0: go, as we move on. They need us to raise our voices and say, <laughs> we need it. You know, Jason, Andrew, Pete, at least three people in this world need it. I know there's more, you know, and then they'll, they'll give us what we need right. if we're just. I want a you know. date
1: night game. I don't want to
2: compete want with my meat
1: for a date night game. <laughs> so I want to cooperate on something.
2: Yes, absolutely right, well, that, right. That's a great point actually too. If you're trying to uh, form a form a, a romantic relationship, uh, you know, oh, Pete and I, uh, Pete likes to read review, online reviews of uh, games uh, on our show and yeah. more often than not, there's always some reviewer out there who says, this game ruined my relationship, you know, <laughs> and so right? I feel like a cooperative game could help out, help right. out a little yeah. bit that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so
0: many reviews where somebody is like, uh, hey, warning, do not play this with your significant other. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, it will cause problems, you know? Mm-hmm. I think there were already problems before that, but that's a different yeah, story. Yeah, we're pretty sure there were already problems. problems. <laughs> it, it exacerbates them, exactly, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead right, so of mending, which it could.
1: So we've kind of set the scene a little bit, like the two-player co-op bases, uh, two-player only, I should say, co-op space is not that big. I mentioned all the big ones, and you know you can find coverage of them on different channels, especially the one-stop co-op shop, but we are going to focus on the universe, right? Yes. Uh, and there are currently five, like, quote unquote, you know, I, I won't say real versions, but cause you know, only like uh, early beyond a real game, but it's yes. out of print and they yeah. thinking about a deluxe version, but we haven't seen anything about it yet. So like, we're just going to stick with the five.
0: Yep. right. That we're sounds run good. through them
1: and we're going to fit. And you guys have played all five and you know, yeah. have formed your thoughts and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yep. how did you want to do that? Did you want to go in alphabetical order? Did you have a predetermined order? What, what did you want to do?
0: I'd say, let's go date orders. Does that sound good date Andrew? Order. I mean, okay. let's just hit them. Always release thing, order. Man, right? Yeah, do a release, release order, order. always. Mm-hmm. That sound good. Oh, Andrew Wheeler like, has spoken, release order it is. Release order. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So a- Andrew, Andrew and I are very like structure people, you know what I mean? So uh, we, we like habit and structure. True. We're kind of big robots, honestly. So yeah. we need like a, mm-hmm. a, a DOS programming, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so se- so Erbion uh, was Equilibrium, uh, mm-hmm. which was the first Oniverse game uh uh-huh. but that but then you know that didn't you know it just kind of came and went uh only yep. was also there was a second game but it was mm-hmm. like a uh, it was the same kind of like not great printing and then they came out with a kind of a, a more deloxified edition the bigger box that you might be familiar with mm-hmm. what am i doing hold
0: on a second ah ah Oh no, Andrew! He's run away. We were we were such terrible guests that he's. Oh, never right a here. common occurrence. I have you... the stupid things They're right here. <laughs> there we go. oh Nice. Now we're talking. Now we're oh, talking. now we, uh, so we've got a. We've one. already got a. You know, look into your review. You called it stupid. Not stupid. I know you like that one, Jason. No, I knew you. No, like this one right
1: here. This is the stupid thing. Oh, oh that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: Like I'm well, stupid. No, this I have them. And, and this one.
1: <laughs> right here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, so this is the the version with seven expansions. Right. Um, It is a card game. uh, Mm -hmm. And the idea of the card game is that you are journeying through a labyrinth and you're making sets. And as you make sets, you uncover door cards that are within the deck. So, like, there's a you have to fish out the door card, you have to shuffle, 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 put them back in, all that kind of stuff. Right. As a two player game, it's the same game, but. In a, in a base in a, in a solo game you have to make over, cover eight doors in mm-hmm. the multiplayer game or the two-player game you have to do, cover, cover four doors each mm-hmm. and instead of a personal hand you have some personal cards and then a shared pool mm-hmm. of cards
0: right instead of uh five cards you have three cards personal and two shared right
2: so okay. mm-hmm. now, I'll say that uh for all these games well I don't want to spoil it the rest of it but it seems like for all these games the two-player version um Usually is a l- little bit harder than the solo version, right. just because of the fact that you have to. Right. Uh, you can't always play the card that you need to, or whatever it might be. This <sighs> is the easier one to play two player than some of the other ones, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also find this one a
0: little bit easier to play two player than 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 some of the other ones on this list. Basically, uh, I think it's a little bit more forgiving than some of the other ones on this list because mm-hmm. the thing about the sharing of the cards that yeah. that two shared card pool is that you can actually swap cards from your personal hand into right. the shared hand without progressing time essentially. Right. Um, Very important because you can do that on your turn, and then the next player can then take their turn and pick up that card that you then just put down yeah. without the possibility of pulling a nightmare in between. You know what I mean? Um, Which I think is one of the reasons why this one specifically is a little little bit more forgiving. Some of the other ones, it does advance time when you try to share cards. So um, so that's what I found with this one specifically.
1: I adore this game. And I actually (laughs) really adore the two-player experience as well. I have used this as like, Oh, uh, we're, we're two people and we're at a game store and we're waiting for the, everybody else to show up and start a game. Let's just get a quick room. As I'll show you, we'll run through it. It takes 15 yeah. minutes maybe. And it's the the color scheme is very easy to teach. Yep. Yeah. like you need these four colors and these four doors and you have your your road i have my and it's like it's it's separate enough but then it has that one little point of interaction where it's mm-hmm. like okay now we can kind of get together and at this at this small point we're not going to get in each other's way we're not going to step on each other's toes for the yep. most part and then we have this little point where we can help each other i just feel like it was a really well-constructed two-player game and, and like you said it's not like different than it's not like different difficulty wise than the multiplayer which it, it, we'll, we'll get to the other game the other games are <laughs>
0: yeah, they're, they're yeah. different for sure yeah they're
1: different for sure so
0: yeah, yeah and jason i agree about the pace the pace in this one's great whether it's mm-hmm. one player or two player i think it's it's quick but it's also moves moves well you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's it's uh, there's no build up on on any one point basically um the only friction i find when you're playing two player is just when you pull like a door card and you don't have a key, but like your friend has a key, but it's too late basically to play it. Right. But uh, that's another thing about this game that's kind of forgiving is that because of that um, shuffle, the purgatory uh, deck or whatever, mm-hmm. because of because of the fact that you shuffle it back in, limbo, it yeah, doesn't limbo disappear. Block. Limbo. Yeah. limbo. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, that, that's good. It doesn't just disappear forever. You'll get yeah. back to it. You know what I mean? So, no, yeah. No, Oni, versus, Oni Rim is a magical game at one end, two players. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right. Very much enjoyed it two player. And so like you said, it's
2: easy to learn probably the easiest of these to learn, I think, uh, which is important for me, uh, you know, be, I, I always say this, I need a I need a quick, easy game these days. Uh, I'm am a dad of two little kids. And it's just like, I don't have time to sit down and play for an hour or two, especially mm-hmm. with a new game. So uh, if I'm going to recommend one it's probably this if you've never played any of them.
1: All right. So uh, in a way, we're starting off like really, really high. It's almost like we can't. We have nowhere to go but down. But <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh.
1: <laughs> We'll see. We'll see, people. <laughs> you know, at the end, when, when we come to a summary point, we'll kind of rank them a little bit. But for now, we're just oh, yes. going to go through them and then uh, yeah. we'll share mm-hmm. our thoughts. Uh, so yep. the next in the publication order yeah. is Sylveon. Yes. Uh, Sylveon, for the podcast listeners, I'm holding up the box right here. It is the forest-themed uh, tower defense game. So also card-based. And at this point, I'm like, what oh, the universe is going to give me cards. And that's it. And they kind of right. they, they made a different direction later, but like, I'm getting cards. Uh, so then it's like, I, I describe it as Plants vs. Zombie, the card game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, if yeah. you remember Plants vs. Zombies, uh, this popular game, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, it is... You have, um, you have your forest row and that's like an outer row of cards that represent the health of your forest. And then you have four stacks of fire cards. And then fire is going to spit out of those, of those stacks and it's going to move grid style towards your, um, your forest. And then you have a hand of cards. That you are going to have to deal with them. And, and the hand of cards are different things. You can, you know, put out fountains, which act as barriers. You can put out one-shot effects. And there's you can kind of kill the cards as they're coming out. There's lots of different powers that you can do. And then the fire that also has different powers that can make you discard. It can make you, you know, call cards, it can make you do all the all sorts of other things. So there's mm-hmm. this back and forth, like a real tense, um, like it's, it feels it feels the most like I'm playing a two player asymmetric game because that that deck is coming at me with different uh, you know strategies and like I have to deal with it. So then the yes. two player game, um, it's it, like it's the same, but they, they they introduced a mechanism where like if you want to play one of those cards, your partner okay. has to pay the resources. Mm-hmm. in order to make those things happen. So they could have just said, okay, you people play just like, you know, like simultaneously, but they added that to make that a real co-op experience. How do you think they implemented that part?
2: Yeah, well, uh, first of all, I want to say, you said plants versus zombies. The first game that came to my mind was space invaders with this, mm. just going sideways the other way. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I, to me, this was the most Frustrating one uh, to play two-player because, uh, like like you said, you might you might have a great card, but it's your partner's turn and you can't use it. Um, so then you get into kind of this like little argument of over like, well, I have this card, uh, oh, but I don't want to give up my cards. You know, it's like, well, why don't you just pay that one? Well, we might need it later. So it's like yeah. you, you kind of almost you have to let go of this feeling of possession over your own cards and be like, well, okay, it's, it's for the greater good. It's for the team. And so there's a lot of compromise that happens there. It's, it's kind of like a real relationship, you know, in real life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I fully
0: agree. I mean, um, in stark contrast, right, to Onirim, we don't share cards. Instead, you actually have to pay for your, um, op- for your partner to play their card. You know what I mean? They can't give it to you. You actually, and, and not only can they not give it to you, you have to actually pay some of your cards to make it happen. So um already like you said there's some conflict there um but also like andrew pointed out um because you can't share them there might be a time when you need like i can't tell you the number of times when i needed a hedgehog because <laughs> we flipped something over and i was like we definitely don't want that for sure and it's like well it's not and andrew had it and i didn't and i was like well Dang it. You know what I mean? Well, like, why didn't you tell me you had it? It's
1: like, <laughs> you know what I, was, mean? I was gonna wait for something else. Right. Or,
0: or even just like, or even he did tell me he had it, and it's just like, yeah, but I can't access it. It's and now it's too late. We needed it right now. That's the thing about Sylveon is that unlike uh, also in stark contrast to Onirim, time marches on between the two turns. You know what I mean? So literally like, marches on, yeah. Literally marches from right to left um and so uh so if i didn't if i flipped over a card that i needed a hedgehog for and i didn't have a hedgehog and andrew <laughs> did it's too late by the time andrew can you know what i mean because that only takes place when you flip it over it's done one moment in time you know what i mean um okay. but on the flip side there's some cool stuff because when you get into all of the different animals there are some combos that you can work on which you probably know from if you've played a solitaire you know you you've worked out some combos in your head of some of the animals oh yeah yeah you do like and,
1: um what is it the squirrel and dove
0: yes see yeah, I you know told it. Andrew
2: that you would know <laughs> this Jason I said I he know, would he, love he was he's gonna we were, love it <laughs> We were talking about this before. He said he, he's going to know the the Squirrel Dove combo. He's, he's going to know uh, the, the playthrough
1: combo. that I did. I constructed my deck specifically for Squirrel Dove. I had <sighs> four squirrels and four doves in the in the collection. Yes. So I'm just like I'm getting this playthrough over with. I'm just going to cut cards. We're just going to get rid of all the cards. <laughs> get straight to
0: the squirrels and doves. Just I get love it. Jesus. Get into it. And it's not after the only one. Like
1: you mean like elephants and fountains. Yeah. So like you know yes. or the. The whale, which one is the one that directs? I forget which one. The whale, yeah. The whale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the whale, so yep. like the whale, whale into four fountain is also like a killer combo. So, like, there's a lot exactly. of different yeah. wrinkles you can approach it. Mm-hmm.
0: But, so, that's very fun as two players to be like, you know, hey, Andrew's got the squirrels and I got the doves or whatever. And it's like, haha, now we're talking, you play the squirrels. And then next turn, I'll play the doves. And then you like high five each other or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's fun. You know but what I mean? Pulling so- that
1: off is more difficult because the resources are more limited absolutely that's kind of yeah. what we had and uh, you mentioned like andrew um that this was it felt like a real relationship like real relationships have moments of like kind of like you know sacrificing for the other but they mm-hmm. also have moments of mutual benefit where like everybody wins and sylvia don't give you that so if you don't know there's no mutual benefit Silvian. you're always paying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: yes okay
1: good point
0: good point good
1: <laughs> point you're always paying so it was that so Silvian was a rough one for me as well uh yeah two yeah
0: Mm-hmm. i mean fun has its fun moments for sure but definitely can be frustrating just because of the limitations
1: okay so that was uh sylveon so mm-hmm. now the next one in the publication order mm-hmm. is i have all my boxes over here you see me like it's all like a mess right now nice uh, it's all good it is uh for the podcast listeners i'm showing a box of castellion
2: Yeah.
1: Nice. uh so castellion actually came out i think it was very silent, it was very close to Sylvia. I remember getting these pretty close together. And mm-hmm. Castellion goes in a whole different direction. Castellion is a tile laying game, mm-hmm. uh, all tiles. And the only cards in here are cards that offer like kind of goals and, you know, thresholds you have to meet. So mm-hmm. then uh, you're building your tile and it's a, it's a fort it's a defense and you can build it up to six by six, right? Up to, and as you're playing into the fort, you are challenge to kind of make different fortifications so like there's four different there's four different creatures and three different shapes so then you like there will be the cars that show the goal so like you know, they'll be car- they'll ask you to make your t- make your tower look like something So like you uncover the goal and it's like, okay, have two um, horizontal lines of four squares or have two vertical lines of four squares or have two, two by two grids, like have that. And you don't know at the beginning, you have to uncover it, you know, using different things. So then you're progressing and you have to make your castle look like this and then switch phase (laughs) and then morph your castle, which is kind of the fun of the game, like figuring out how to morph your castle and then make it look like that. So like you needed a few towers. Now the next card is going to ask for four lines. And the next guy is going to ask for, uh, you know, some squares. So then you are moving to the face. And then as, you, as you're happening, so like a, a lot of times, and, and this remind me of Onirim in the sense that like you have these quote unquote nightmare pieces that come out. Mm-hmm. So in here, I figure what they're called, like the shadow or something. I forget. Uh, traders, traders. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. They always call it something cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so the traders will come and they'll kind of like chip away at your castle. Mm -hmm. so you know and that's and that's the game you have to manage that and the the game gives you powers to kind of manage the traders coming in two player (laughs) it's two player (laughs) um you have like eat the other person has to meet the threshold you can't just like set it up where one person meets the threshold and like meets all three goals so one person has to construct a castle and that meets the goal and then once that goal is met passes to the next player they have to meet the threshold with their own castle they have to make their own thing yeah. and then you have to kind of feed them. And then, and then after the third goal, it comes back to that original player. So yeah. th- there is a, you are making two castles yes. for the most part. Yep. What yep. do you guys think of
0: Castel? And, and that can be good and bad, right? Because like there's, there's, I, that's kind can be kind, a little bit easier in, in one respect, because you know that one person is going to only do the first and third ordeal, they call it or whatever. They only have to pass two of the three tests. And one person only has to pass one of the three tests. So like on the surface, you're like, oh, cool, I'll take that. That actually sounds Mm -hmm. easier. I don't have to do all three, you know. Um, And (laughs) And uh, in theory. (laughs) theory Yes, (laughs) in theory, in theory. theory. But I think that you also find what balances that out is like you said, you're pulling traders. So you're both working on your castle and it's kind of like they're coming twice as fast because someone else is also pulling tiles. So you're like, wait, wait, wait. I'm working on something here. Are you also pulling, are you also working on something? Are you also pulling tiles? And it's like, yeah, I have to, I'm working on my thing. It's like, (laughs) yeah, but we might get another trader. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, the, as soon as you pull three of those traders, you know what I mean? Unless you're, unless you're discarding them, the ones that can be and taking the negative influences from that. But like you, you got to do the ordeal. You might not be ready. So it it does kind of speed things up to have another person pulling tiles. I find, but it's also kind of easier because you're not, you don't have to work on all three ordeals. So this, this one to I'd me,
2: it, it almost felt like it's uh it's a two player co-op asymmetric almost because the one, the player who does the second ordeal, you know, it, maybe they're kind of taking, at least in the beginning, they're kind of taking a little bit more of the, the garbage uh, pieces that maybe you don't want to put in the, in the castle. That's going to have to go through the two, two ordeals, um, mm-hmm. which is fine with me. You know, I don't, I don't, I can take the trash. You know, I do that on a daily basis with Pete being friends, with Pete. but, um, <laughs> but no, but no, I, I kind of, I like this game because um, it's not, I don't know with the Sylveon one, it just felt like, I, even though it's not really time, I felt like I'm being rushed more than this one. And this one, right. you can take your time a little bit more and be like, really plan ahead and be like, okay, I'm going to build, I'm going to build for this ordeal on mine. You're going to build for that one. And you, you have a little more a little more planning time. I felt like, um, mm-hmm. you, you can just get totally unlucky though and just pull all five of those traders like right in the beginning. Just, you, there's nothing you can do about it. So, right. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of, it's just luck with this one.
1: So I did a playthrough on the WhatsApp call shop of casting man, which we'll be posting. I think it'll be a live by the time. I don't know. Uh, Michael Kelly, who runs the channel, like he just decides. I'm like, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> At my video, I my videos, like <laughs> you decide, whatever. <laughs> so then in the playthrough. I, I filmed it once and I lost within turn six. Oh jeez. And then I'm yeah. like, no one's gonna see, it. no one's gonna wanna see that. So I'm like, I just ditched right. that and like, okay, I'm gonna try take two. Here we go. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the second playthrough I lost in turn twelve. Wow. Just because uh. what happens is the one there's the the black border trader tiles. I just got yeah. I just kept on getting them early.
0: Mm-hmm. right yeah And there's nothing you can do the game gives you nothing to do with that there's nothing you can do yeah <laughs> this is this Except is maybe one of the least forgiving right maybe shuffle you know and I mean? go again yeah uh, so like after again. the
1: third play it's so like i reshuffle that go again it was fine so that's our solo cooperative oh i i hate this game cooperative i game. <laughs> oh, so all right i hate it it's okay so yeah. exactly what you said pete mm-hmm. it's it's you you don't feel like you have enough Like you're it's the same amount of tiles, but you're trapped in a response for two castles. And so what ends up happening in practice is one person is working on the castle and the other person is just taking a bunch of garbage. Like you want to make it so that 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 second person gets most of the traders and you could do that with like the scry function. So like there's one of the tiles that lets you scry. So like Mm -hmm. you take good tiles and the person who's not working on nothing, you get traders. So you end up with like one person who generally just is working on off of like nothing, like two or three pieces. You're not even Mm -hmm. playing. Like that's not that to me, that's not even playing like the, re- yeah. the other person is working their castle. And then like, so when they meet that goal, that first castle, then it flips and it's like, all right, destroy your castle. <laughs> a
0: lot of the other person
1: builds up. I just, I found that yeah. so constraining and so yeah. not fun. Like it, it's to yeah. the point where I can only play like the beginner mode of like the easiest things to make mm-hmm. and have a good time. I can't even touch the intermediate and the expert in cooperative.
0: Yeah, I got you. I, I think Andrew and I had talked about that at some point, how um, you have to really be think of it as you, you both own both castles and you're both putting together both castles at the same time. It's one of those ones where like you definitely can't do like If we tried to ever do the silent one of this, it's like, that's over. I would never look at Andrew again. You know what I mean? Like it's, you ha- you have you have to talk it through and you have to kind of like... Um, uh, honestly, you have to be close to the person. I feel like really helps because then you can just be like, "Listen, can we all agree that we both own both these castles? You know, <laughs> we can and, share." And
1: when you have nothing in front of you, it's nothing personal, right? It's not- right. And
0: the one that happens to be in front of you stinks.
1: Yeah, it's this got three-box castle that is like bombarded yeah. with traitors. But, <laughs> right. but don't worry. Exactly. Uh, my right. castle is good, so it could be our castle. Get out of right. here. That's perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't right. buy that exactly. for
1: a second. This game stinks as a co-op. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, and I like this game. <laughs> it's like, it's yep. so I ranked it solo with yep. Liz Davidson from Beyond and This was yes. my number Liz, two. Yeah. Oh, number three. This what? was my number yeah. three.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, really it was high. For high. Yeah.
1: Like higher than Sylveon, higher than, than the other ones. So yeah. like as a solo, I like it a lot. More than yeah. most. Co-op. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It's yeah, shelf yeah, stories yeah. raspberry right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's I, I don't I guess I'm kind of even with both solo and co-op for this one for me I, I this one doesn't really light my fire either way honestly Um mm-hmm. because Andrew and I are both huge tile laying guys in general I know when you were talking to oh, Liz so you, you, guys, you were you, you, you guys were kind are... of like you were kind of like throwing up a little bit, Jason, when you talked <laughs> about like Carcassonne, but Carcassonne is <laughs> one of our favorite things to play. You know what I mean? Oh, Period. Oh,
1: um, oh, when I, when you went mm-hmm. on the video, I was, yeah, I was vomiting tiles. Oh my God, Carcassonne. <laughs> right, right. <coughs>
0: Carcassonne. <laughs> it didn't seem like you were the K- biggest K- Carcassonne K- fan <laughs> to say the least. Um, but we, we, we're big fans of like tile laying. Yeah. So like in theory, like we should really like this one, but I, I personally, I get a lot of like Tetris from this and I've never been a Tetris guy personally. So like the yeah. sliding and the, arranging and stuff like that is not my thing honestly so sure. maybe for me co-op actually made it a little bit more fun just because i was like well i'm doing it with somebody else you know what i mean so what about you
1: andrew what's your final judgment on that
2: no i i agree totally with pete i, f- I felt like it's kind of like when you're when you're taking you back to your school days you're working on a group project with somebody <laughs> and like and you know even if i'm sitting there with the garbage i I know that I can jump over to my partner and be like, Hey, let me do some of your part. Uh, you know, there's always that one smart kid who wants to take over the whole thing. I'm like, fine, if we can win this
1: game, you get to trade the smart kid card. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right.
2: Right. Exactly. So no, (laughs) I, I, I mean, I'm, this is not, this is not blowing me out of the water how great it is, but it's also, I'm not giving it a raspberry like you, but that's (laughs) that's cooperative. I love the passion.
1: Cool. So that was Castellion. <laughs> so then the next game, this one took a little bit longer to come out. I think the Oniverse of that, like, we were really excited, like, oh, wow, look how many of these card games we're going to get? They're going to be great. And then this one took a little bit of time. And mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. it's was definitely very, very much slowed down because I think the designer is kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know about like what sales I could, because like OniRim was like a huge success, mm-hmm. app and everything. And mm-hmm. then the rest of them were like, okay, we're, these are good games. And then, but it's not letting people's world on fire, but whatever. I All like right. them. Keep on making them.
2: The typical consumers yeah. were like, Give me more, give me more. And the, the poor designers <laughs> like, I, Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying my best. <laughs> and the
1: publishers <laughs> like, Well, can you tell like 10,000 of your friends to keep on buying them? No. Nope.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
1: Mm-hmm. The next one, though, is Nautilion. So uh, I'm holding up the box for the po- benefit mm-hmm. of the podcast listeners. Uh, Nautilion is a roll and move game. So I remember when. A uh, reading designer diary. So I was really into the universe, like whatever news came out and the designer diary of Shadi Torbay, he says, I wanted to take on the challenge of making a good roll and move game. Mm-hmm. And so like, it was, a, it was a challenge for him. And you could tell like there was a lot of like, maybe a lot more thought went into this one of like, okay, I want, I want to make this work. So then the way he figured it out was like, okay, this is a roll, assign and move game. So then you have dice, and the dice are like one, two, three, four. They're not like the full range of dice. And you are using the dice to power the you Nautilus know, which is a ship. Like a little, little submarine, a little puttering submarine. Yeah. And that submarine is trying to move along a track of little circular tiles that are laid out in a board. And when I say little, these are little. I mean I got mm-hmm. big fat fingers and I don't <laughs> like handling these tiles whatsoever, but whatever. There's 36 of them and I'm stuck. <laughs> So you range them however you want, and then Nautillion has to travel along this path, like, you know, a dice roll at a time. So two, three, four. And then there's another ship called the uh, Phantom. Phantom. Okay. I was going to mm-hmm. say pirates, but I was close to the Phantom. Yeah, so same the, thing.
2: Yeah.
1: The, <laughs> close <to that>. So <laughs> yeah. then the Phantom is actually is is going, like, you know, cr- you're basically crisscrossing. So it's kind of like taking mm-hmm. uh, tiles uh, ahead, uh, taking them away from you. On the path and then eventually mm-hmm. kind of going towards your thing too so like yeah. you the notelian has to reach its goal at the end before the phantom reaches and then there's a third entity the dark house which the dark house is basically there to eat you know the, that third die so then you roll those three dice you assign them one not saying i one the phantom gets one and the dark house which is the global kind of you know thing that sucks up your dice gets one and then so then, you know, you have to figure it out. It's like, okay, do I give myself like a long stretch, you know, like do I give myself a four so I can like, speed through or Do I need to like kind of, you know, make, move more strategically. So as you're moving, you're trying to, you're taking your, your tiles and they're numbered one to nine and you're putting them on your Natillion ship. Okay. So then these and, and the goal is to kind of take one through nine, like, and there's a bunch of different versions of them and you get powers, you can manipulate the, the whole thing. Uh, you can, the order of the tiles. So then, in two player, you it's mostly the same, but it limits which tiles you can put on the Nautilion. So then player one can only put one through four, and player two can only put five through nine. Right. So that so all they did in Nautilion for the two player was make it harder. They didn't give, they didn't make it, they didn't give you a give back. They didn't say, like, okay, here have extra resources, have extra things you could cast. No, it's like just, yes. just do this, do the same game, but harder all they did yeah. so yes jason you are absolutely correct <laughs> maybe i'm editorializing a little bit in the description but it's like the bile is reaching uh, down oh I, no
0: I, I i love this
1: game i i but just okay i'll let you go go ahead i've got some thoughts
0: uh, no, I was going to say I'll get an EMT on the phone, Jason. If you feel like the bile is yeah. too much, I can. <laughs> um, oh, I have
1: I, a lot of bile. You've seen my channel; this, the bile will come yes, out every once in a while. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, you are
0: you are, right. It's like Bane. You were, uh, you know, you were born in the bile. We only. Uh... <laughs> um, I do have a lot of thoughts about this, but um, but Andrew, lead us off with this. What do you think?
2: Well, no. See, I, you're right. It makes it harder, um, but. This one I I just I don't know I think that even though you can only pick up that is, that is a limiting factor you can only pick up one through four like you said or the or the opposite of the other if the other player but I still find this one I don't know I didn't find it as frustrating as some of the other ones only because there are dice involved and mm-hmm. I just think that I just felt like there's always still a chance it's like well come on we we got to think optimistically here and 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 there's always mm-hmm. still something left on the board that you could uh pick up and so you got to plan a few moves ahead you know you gotta you gotta do that just like in the solo game but i feel like i don't know i like talking it through with somebody Mm -hmm.
1: um it's the one game that presents all the information at once so like in all the other games there's a deck and like there's a lot hidden in the deck where it's the tiles and it's a stack of tiles no gives you every tile in just in your face everything that the game has to offer and then it's the dice rolls that are like you know you have to figure those out but i find in this game there is it, it this is the game for like the forward planner this is the game yes. mm-hmm. for like so if you have if that's your play style if that's your kind of like the way your mind works and hopefully you don't take too long figuring it out because that's another thing that's a lot of information to kind of ingest and process so then it's like oh there's a four over there if i take this four over there there's i only have two boards left in the tile and if like if i pass by that five then i gotta cast a spell and bring the five back and it's like just yeah. go <laughs> just <do> well <laughs>
2: See, it's like it's like you're playing. It's almost like you're playing chess, where you got to plan a few moves ahead. But, but mm-hmm. there's dice, which so I, for me, it's like a perfect combination because I do like the strategy. But like you said, it gets to be too much when you're planning that far ahead. But mm-hmm. with the dice, it's like if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and it wasn't your fault. And so I can live with that at the end of the day. I'd be like, well, you know, it just point. didn't go That's my good. way. So.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can tell you for sure that Andrew and I definitely don't plan that far ahead to our own detriment, uh, probably, <laughs> because what, he, what he's describing essentially is just a bunch of dumb optimism, which is what we have in this game, basically, <laughs> because you do run out of time in this game yes. pretty quickly. Like there's like you said, there is a set number of like stones that you hop to, and they get taken away by the bad guy, and when you're out of stones, when you've arrived at your destination, game over. So um, I think Andrew and I definitely, when we would play, we would definitely have like, you know, like I said, like a lot of dumb optimism where what he's referring to, where he's like, well, we can just keep going. Let's just keep rolling the dice. But then eventually you're like, whoops, we can't keep going. The game's over right. and we lost or whatever. You know what I mean? So um, well, like yeah, keep I'm going and you don't really realize that all the fours are gone. It's like, wait, yeah. where do the fours go? Uh, oh no. <laughs> we're done. We're no, just no. done. Yeah, this is, um, though I will say, um i'm i i do i do generally like this game um and part of the reason is because i do think it's very easy to jump back into for me at least because it's a little bit simpler i feel like the gameplay mechanic you know what i mean so it doesn't feel as crazy to restart from the beginning for me Mm -hmm. on this one but i'm right there with you jason i don't think they added a lot to the co-op mode i just think that it's the same game you do exactly the same stuff but you just have you just can't do as much because it's like you said, like, like it's, it's harder. harder.
1: It's more limited. Like, you know, if they don't give you, and like the yeah. thing about, we haven't talked about any of the expansions and like, cause that, that'll, right. be, it'll be a long time. So like yeah, right. the 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 way a, a universe expansion usually works is that they give you something and take something away. Like mm-hmm. all of them give you something, take something away. Yeah. Uh, or like they give you like a goodie, but then they make it harder to do X or whatever it is. It's like a give and take, but like these yeah. two player modes, it just feels like so many of them just make it harder. Yeah.
0: You know? Especially this one, because like you said, some, some of the other ones actually give you something when they're taking it away. The only thing I think that this game gives you in the co-op mode is that if you can't pick up the crew member, at least you get another reserve that you can use you can for spells. You can,
1: you can always do that. You can always take a, a crew member as a reserve. True.
0: And you have to, right? If you land on something and uh, in the two-player mode and you can't pick, it, pick up what you land on, you, you're like, all right, well, at least I have a reserve. Right. But- and and when you hear that, you're like, oh, that's good. Then you can cast a, you can more easily cast a spell later on. That should help you. And it's like, but it really doesn't because t- there's so little time in this game that oftentimes. The exchange rate of a reserve for a crew member is like way off you know what i mean It's mm-hmm. like so much more important to have picked up a crew member right. than it is to have picked up a reserve in my opinion so it's that's, like you, i think the give and take it. is very unbalanced like you said in this one um unfortunately you know what i mean and uh and i like this game i i i think andrew and i both like this game maybe even more than we like sylveon and castellian just as a game in general um yeah. just like an experience. But, and we'll find out later with my ranking, but yeah. I, I don't know that I would like the co. I don't think as a co op it's, it's better than those, honestly, um, right. the, as, as a co op experience. So um, that's my feelings on it, at least. Sure. Yeah. All right. So that was
1: uh, D'Artillion and mm-hmm. we putter on. So, <laughs> and now <laughs> we, we arrive. Go, at we the go final. The, I'm at the final. This one came out two years ago, uh, from, and we we're going from the sea to the air. So this one mm-hmm. is arian so this one so this was i didn't know this was coming so like Notilian came out and there was a gap between Notilian and arian and this was all of a sudden they announced this. i'm like oh my god the universe is not dead we're coming we're getting more <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is arian uh is another dice game only instead of the roll and move um derivative it is a yahtzee derivative so then in the solo, like the, the motif is you're trying to build a ship, right? So you have the six deck of cards and the six deck of cards correspond to like Yahtzee combinations. So like you have a a like AA plus BB, two pair, and then three of a kind. Uh, and then they correspond to these six decks. And out of the six decks come ship parts. And as the ship parts come out one at a time, you're going to roll and, and you have to nail whatever that roll is. So like if you have a ship part that is... On the five of a kind roll, then you got to roll five of a kind. And that's, if anyone knows Yahtzee, that's not easiest. And mm-hmm. this is, it's out of six dice. So then, you know, you have to kind of navigate, you know, rolling, you know, kind of taking the safe bets but then you know maybe you want to shoot the moon a little bit and like go for the bigger role so like you have those that really tense turn by turn decision in order to get your ship parts and that's basically it like i mean you have to build i think i forget it's six ships i think it's six separate ships
2: Mm -hmm. six
0: yeah yeah
1: you have to make you have to get the 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 plans which is a card you have to get the a a part which is another card Mm -hmm. and then after that you have to get crew and and so there's a there's a sequence to acquiring the card as well um, so then in the multi, in the, in the co-op multiplayer, um, I think, cause I actually haven't played the co-op. This was, mm-hmm. this was, I lost my friend, I chased my friends away at this point. So <laughs> only, <laughs> I, yep, yep. what happened was I, I played many of these in New York when I had like gaming buddies and then I moved yep. to Connecticut. Uh, uh, around that time, and I'm still, you know, figuring out who wants to play co-op with me stupid. Connecticut, there's only. Yeah. I'm surrounded by Euro players. I kids, <laughs> I can't. I can't find cooperative gamers. Anyway, so then I. I so I'm not actually. Well, Jason, familiar. I would.
0: I would invite yeah. you down to the Philly area where we live. But
1: uh, uh, there's plenty but of. We, oh, plenty we, of my friends living near Philly. Oh my goodness. And we
0: just. We don't have. We can't have. We we legally can't have another friend. I'm sorry to say. Mm, so yeah, just, um, we have. A yeah. Three they
1: can play it that's, that's not a thing you, you can't
0: yeah that just wouldn't i don't we we you know we uh we focus tested it and the, they hated it you know what i mean so we, we're sticking with two you know what i mean so
1: you so. guys are gonna have to tell me how the co-op works and what you think of
0: it yes totally um so the co-op in this one is same mechanic you're still trying to build six ships however um you, in the beginning, you randomly shuffle them and you each get three of them. Okay. So you're the working on the, the tiles, the right, the ships. Right, exactly. So you're only working on three theoretically uh, as a player. You or you can only build one, one of those three at a time. Basically, mm-hmm. you can't build the other three that your opponent has in, or partner has in front of them. See, I'm doing the whole opponent. Opponent. <laughs> <I do. Anyway. laughs> it's it's ingrained it's 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 societal i think we
1: figured out why there are no two-player co-op because the the the, the wiring kicks in it's like no this won't work there's that's an opponent look at them they're there they're an opponent
0: exactly exactly um but uh so that's the one restriction basically is you you can't kind of like notillion you there are there are some things you just can't do quite frankly in the game um but balance that you have um so in the solo game you can you have two workshops right that you can be building on simultaneously working on two ships at a time out of the six and in the co-op game you each have one workshop and you have a shared workshop a common yeah. that you can be building either player's ship in basically so it's kind of cool because you actually have kind of have three workshops that you can be using at the same time. Right. And while you have you're... to like work that out. So it's like, okay, uh, I'm working on something over here. Sorry. <laughs> right. Exactly. And usually it's just like whatever's easiest. Like, you know what, we can take that card now. Let's do that. Let's work on that ship. You know
2: what I mean? Um take them while so... you can get them with this game, I think. Sure. Take, take them I while mean, can that was get our strategy.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so um, you know, you can't use the other person's role. You got to use your role. Um, to get your stuff so uh, in the co-op mode if thinking about it with the give and take like you had said uh, earlier jason that the the give what they give you is essentially another workshop because instead of two workshops you got three workshops so that's kind of cool but the take is um that sometimes you'll just waste a role or whatever like you'll have a role and you just can't use it on anything that you can build currently on in in your workshop or the shared workshop only the other person can so that's kind of a waste of a role but i always say that that's kind of built into the game anyway there's there's always some ships you can't work on because you started working on another one anyway Mm -hmm. so i don't think that's a crazy take anyway so i think the give actually outweighs the take in this one so it becomes a little bit more of an more forgiving experience in my in my experience
2: yeah it almost makes i don't have a ton of experience with the solo variant but i feel like it almost might make it easier with two players in a way um yeah because yeah because that you have that third sounds workshop. easier it yeah. definitely
1: sounds easier in the, in the sense that like in the solo game that you waste a decent amount of rolls <laughs> or that you have the mechanism where you can discard a card from one of the piles in order to re-roll so like yep. I have had turns where it's like I'm going to discard all five other cars just trying to get what I want.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've done that too. Having, and, solo,
1: yeah. and having three spaces that it, it might happen a little bit less often. Even if you only mm-hmm. have access to your two, you can yeah. you actually have okay. Like, I'm going to save that for that person. I'm going to punt, I, I'm going to make sure I, you know. I don't, I'm going to punt this role now because it's not the worst thing to like punt the role. It's like, this got a card, move on. I'm like, okay, you're more likely to do that because you see what the other person is working on. So I could see that yeah. working out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was maybe a little bit more enjoyable with another person, but I, I enjoy this one in general, flat out. So, right. um, and so, yeah. So if I had to say whether it was easier or harder, I, I would say it's a little bit easier um, which is good. A little bit more forgiving, like I said, and also, There's another added really cool thing, I think, with uh, playing this co-op, which is just that, and I think this speaks to Andrew specifically, if I know him the way I know him, he (laughs) likes dice, he likes chance being introduced (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a game, like I'm a very, I very much like chance kind of being taken out of a game, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he loves when there's chance in the game, because he just, he's a wild man, you know what I mean? What can I say? (laughs)
2: Um,
0: And so there is an element to the rolling of the dice specifically in this game where there are times when you're playing at co-op when all eyes, all four eyes are on the roll and you are waiting True. with bated breath to see what that roll comes out as. And it's kind of cool to have another person in the room like right next to you or like even digitally, like we've done where it's just like, what's that roll? You know what I mean? Like just beaming eyes at, at the dice basically. And and if you and if it's good, you go, yeah, you know, everybody mm-hmm. fre- freaks out, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, much
1: more than a card flip, like a card flip doesn't feel like you have as much control Right. Right. It feels like it's already baked in and I'm revealing something with the dice. It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't
2: know what it is. It could be anything. And there's yep. that moment where they're still rattling around on the table. Maybe one's spinning like a top and you're like, Oh,
0: what is it? I just did that
2: one. Oh, that cause the, cause
1: the dice are constructed that way. Like if you, like yes. those, these dice are, they're like tiny little they're baby tiny. dice and they're ro- with rounded edges.
0: Rounded edges.
1: Many times where it's like, just top it.
0: <laughs> those things spin. <laughs> yeah. I was rolling them into the box top and they still, they were spinning like, like tops. Yep. Yeah. It was yeah. very suspenseful. <laughs>
2: It reminds me a little bit of uh I don't know if you ever had this experience one time I did have this experience in like if you ever played craps in a casino where everybody is like mm-hmm. on the same team in that game, you know, and one mm-hmm. person's rolling the dice and if 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 they hit then it's like everybody celebrates together. So it's it's a good feeling when that mm-hmm. when that happens. And when it doesn't, you can you know commiserate with each other. Yeah. But no, <laughs> like Pete said, I <laughs> I love dice. I i when I was a kid, we played Yahtzee all the time, so this is like right mm-hmm. up my alley. Um yeah went through a big this is because this is also Yahtzee takes, takes elements out of poker as well. So this is like, uh, you know, I went through a big poker phase as a teenager, you sure. know, that's real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but no, so, so I love, I love all that kind of stuff. Um, and the third, uh, the shared workspace in the middle, like I said, I think that might, that might make it easier. That's kind of, it's kind of reminds me of Onirim where you have that um, shared space in the middle. And I think some of the other games could have benefited from that. Maybe I don't, you know, I'm not a game designer. I don't know how they could have done that, but some of the other games where it's frustrating, where I can't, we can't share our cards or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. I like that element where you have a shared space, you know, and that's, that's a big plus for me in this game.
0: Yeah. Like it, for instance, like in Sylveon, like if they had, if there was, if they did it like One room where there, where you had like three cards in your hand and two were shared that you could access at any time, it would make it a little bit easier. So maybe that's not what the designer, you know, maybe that's not what Shadi necessarily wanted. Maybe they, mm-hmm. maybe he wanted it to be a little bit more difficult but um but for us i think that maybe would have made it a little bit more enjoyable just cuz it, it wouldn't have punished us so hard
1: so those Arian uh and those are the five universe mm-hmm. games as we know them So hopefully we get more, but that's just what we got. (laughs) So uh, let's get to the big finale. So let's rank them up. So we are going to, let's go alphabetical this one. Uh, So we're going to go with Andrew for his first uh, ranking of the universe games as cooperative experiences.
2: Should I go bottom to top or? Bottom to top. Bottom to top. Okay. So start with number five. So my number five, my least favorite um, and still. good game but i think it's no surprise sylveon for sure i just felt rushed and i felt like too frustrating Mm -hmm. um number four for me is going to be castellion um for all the reasons we said you know um right in the middle is is number three Onirim. i feel like that's good it's not like i said it's not great it's not bad i think it's it's fun you know what a surprise.
1: Um, the two dice games made to the top of the list. Oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> That's just coincidence. <laughs> There's not some so dice surprised? right over my shoulder here. Or uh, <laughs> uh, number two is Natillion. Uh, and then number one is just Ar- Arion is like, I, I love that. I want to play it, you know, every day if we could. But sure. unfortunately, <laughs> we got to review other games. But uh, no, I-, I love that. <laughs> love that game. So yeah. number one is definitely Arion for me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll give my five yeah. uh, in next alphabetical order. So my number five, not a surprise. Castellion, I think, is a dreadful cooperative, like dread. <laughs> Like mm-hmm, I, I know I should be invested in the castle that my partner is building, but mm-hmm. gosh damn it, I am tired of taking traders for your <laughs> I'm tired of <laughs> jumping on those jumping on those grenades for you. It's like if I if if you reveal two traders and you reveal two things with your squire thing, I'm getting two traders, I'm losing my whole castle. That's just the way it is. I can't stand that. They they needed to find a way to just put either more tiles in the system to kind of accommodate two castles or something. I just whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, right, that's, so that's, that's number.
2: So Jason's not a team player. We got that. I marked that down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am a team player. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm like, kidding. <laughs> I'm just not <laughs> like, I don't want you to have all the shine. Just like, give me something. <laughs> I want something. <laughs> so Castile number five with a bullet. Uh, number yes. four, I agree about Sylveon. Sylveon, um, mm-hmm. I think that you you put your finger right on it. it. It constantly kind of asks you to sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And I know, like, you you know, you sacrificing out of your own hand, you know, it's not like it's like different than the but than the solitaire, but it, it feels different because like your hand is a little bit more limited, the resource is a little bit more limited, like, you don't know, you draw the eight cards at the beginning and the multiplayer, you don't have as many cards. So you're like discarding from a, a smaller pool, so you're more likely to have to discard a better card. And yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. I don't like the feel of it. I don't like it just doesn't feel right, you know. And sometimes, you know, like you could tell me the game works basically the same, but if it doesn't feel right, then I'm not into it. So Sylvia number four. Um, number three would be Nautilion. Nautilion is fine. I like Nautilion as a game. I don't love Nautilion. I just like, you know, the roll and move. Good job. Good try. Roll and move is still not my favorite mechanism. And I did not, I didn't, love that this the, the co-op felt a little bit more punishing like here just have a just have this extra hurdle without yeah. like a little sweetener to make it a little bit easier um Ariana and Oven played, i haven't played i have not played cooperative but from what you described i would i would definitely enjoy uh aaron mm-hmm. and aria my number two anyway so aaron yeah. is there and then only rim is just oh rim, i love yeah. you <laughs> I don't yeah. know, where, where'd you go oh my god I, I buried you under the other games get out of here other games don't
0: you dare jason I, holy <laughs> don't man. bury that game
1: <laughs> as, as a matter of fact I actually don't have the cards in here because I have them all sleeved so I have yes. like a giant like like a magic deck box full of sleeved Oni rims yes. so I can just play the wow. seven expansion game or the promo <laughs> game oh baby I love Oni rim.
0: Wow, <laughs> for
1: cooperative I just feel like as a cooperative yeah. game yeah. the two shared cards like having yeah. your own space but then having that point of interaction it works a lot works really really well Yes. Yeah. So yep. it isn't just like I love Onirim solo and cooperative okay. I think the cooperative also has something to offer. So mm-hmm. that's my ranking.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um, so my ranking starts with number five. I actually have Natillion in the five spot. And I really do enjoy Notillion. Um, but this is specifically from the point of view of as a co-op game, I would put right. this at number five. Um, if it were solo, it would be in a different spot. I just think it really, I think we touched on it. It just really doesn't bring anything different to it. It only re- brings a restriction in my opinion. Um, it doesn't add anything that's fun uh, when you're playing with another person. Um, I, it, every time I think about playing a co-op, I just think to myself, I just play this solo. I like it solo. I'll just play it solo.
2: You know what I mean? So, Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, no, I disagree wholeheartedly, but that's fine. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to okay. get into this. We're, we're going to talk about this later. <laughs> we'll right, talk about go. this later. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> not in front of jason andrew no okay um, all right n- number four i have Castillion. now um castellion it, it might e- might even be my least favorite of the universe in general as a game possibly um that's but, not an
1: uncommon opinion by the way i think if people, yeah okay good good people good. are ranking the universe. it's yeah. usually there's a reason why we haven't gotten another laying game
0: yeah mm. i like it but you know Um, but I also do feel like the co-op, at least you can do a lot of like looking over and being like, well, why don't you let's, okay, let's do this. Let's plan this. You know, I'm going to throw down, like you said, the seer, the scryer, you know what I mean? And like, let's take a look at what we have next and start talking to each other about how we're going to, who's going to take which tile, et cetera. So it adds an element to it that I think is kind of cool of of teamwork, um, that I enjoyed. Um, and so I have Sylveon at three, um, even though Sylveon, it makes me very anxious because I feel like Sylveon is the most um uh i feel out of out of control of the time marching on basically yep. so i i'm an i'm an anxious person already yeah. so sylveon you know having that fire march down and destroy my forest I don't need it. Causes me. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah exactly but i think the co-op specifically adds a really cool element like we talked about with the combos and things like that it added that really cool element of being like what do you got what you got over there okay Okay. Okay. We can work with that. You do this, and then I'll do this. You know what I mean? Which I thought was kind of a cool element, specifically from a co-op point of view. Um, so, so I like that. Um, and number two, I have Oni Rim. Um, Jason, I'm right there with you. I think this is such a tight game and very good just yeah. well just so well designed and the co-op works great i think too I, I you get a little bit more room to breathe in some other games which i which for me is relaxing and you still have that teamwork of being like what you got over there you know the same way i just said you know what i mean like uh let's let's work out a plan because uh because i are, what are you working on red right now okay cool i got a red actually so i'm going to put my red in the center in our pooled resources do you have anything for me you know what i mean i thought that was kind of a cool mm-hmm. element to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and then, uh, so number one, I have aerion Um, I, Andrew and I very much, it sounds like we all three of us really like this game, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Um, I, Excellent. I think it's really cool. It, it's, um, it's, hmm, maybe my favorite just because, uh, I really do love Onirim. Um, but this has some different elements to it, layers to it that I feel like maybe Onirim Um, doesn't have Um, and specifically in the co-op like I said the idea of the two of you just rolling dice and trying to trying to build these ships there's something about the teamwork in that one that I think is very exciting Um, and because it's one of the most forgiving in the series again there's some breathing room there so Mm -hmm. there's the the conflict from working with someone else towards the goal there's very little friction you know what I mean Um, and because it's more forgiving there's very there's less obstacles that are going to get in your way, I feel like. So I think it's the I think it's a great co-op game. Mm-hmm.
1: So that was our run through the Universe Cooperative. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh we are going to wrap up. Oh, oh hold on a sec. We got a I finger. Got, we got the I got, finger. I oh. got a
2: surprise. I got a surprise. Just for got you' just got one
0: surprise for you, Jason. We All have right, an so announcement
1: you... of a new Universe game.
0: You heard yeah. it here first, people. <laughs> it's coming out. To... We gotta redo the whole hey. video now. Okay. No. I'm hey kidding. Shoddy, come on in. I got I got Shoddy Torbe. Uh you know, in my... <laughs> in my bathroom he pops out <laughs>
2: no, oh, no, no. Way, people <laughs> on our show when when Pete and I rank games we always kind of average them out and then we say well that's our final opinion and you know, mm-hmm. no matter what it is so what I did mm-hmm. here is I took all of our rankings and I added them up as we were saying okay. them. and so this is our I think this is kind of like our aggregate our official mm-hmm. scores here and so, according to our scorers, the three of us, Castellion was our least favorite. It got 13. Mm-hmm. So, high points is bad. So, it got 13 points. It got mm-hmm. a 5, 4, and a 4. Mm-hmm. Um, number 4 for all of us was Silvion with 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number uh, 3 is Nautilion with 10. Yeah. And then, number 2, Onirim with <sighs> 6. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, that
2: is and number one with oh, it, a two, a one, and a one. Four points. Arion was was number one. So, right. Jason, you got to go along with it. That's the rules. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And,
1: and go ahead and take Arion and go ahead and put that in your ranking. It's the and your like overall podcast ranking. So, oh, the, yeah, This was like a tournament. So, like the tur- like, yeah. the only one can survive. So, only like Arion has survived the tournament So it gets to go mm-hmm. into.
0: Your, uh, mm-hmm. It gets to represent the universe In the yeah, absolutely in the, yes. in the land of two can play that game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's that's a really cool feature thank you so much for doing that thank yeah
0: you. all right jason so- it's been a real pleasure man thank you so much for having us on we're 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 thrilled to talk with you and um you know uh it was great uh, great to share all this uh to knock our heads together you know what i mean yeah, in a, really in a co-op sense and uh so and, tell us and, about and really um, dig in
1: tell us about where we can reach you and what's coming up mm-hmm. next in your channel
0: Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, on any of your podcatchers, you can you can find two can play that game. Um, And uh, you can also check out our website. We just have a Tumblr. So it's two can play that game podcast.tumblr.com. And on that, Andrew, tell them what we have on that that they might be interested in.
1: Andrew's oh, it looks frozen. like he might have froze
0: a little bit. Um, frozen enough.
1: Okay, so this happens a lot where people's internet just craps out right at the end.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he just he liked that screenshot of himself, so he purposefully froze his computer. I think so that the last image we have was of Andrew looking vaguely to his right. So on our on our website, you can actually see our full leaderboard. We all we keep a full ranking of all of our um, all of the games that we play. Like Andrew said, we get an average score. Between the two of us, and then we rank it um, every single game. So every single game we cover, you can see where it falls on our on our big leaderboard on there. Uh, we also keep track of like an ongoing chess game that we play. That's kind of a joke in the background too. That, that show you pictures. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, check us out. You can find us there. And you can find us on it- on Instagram at Two Can Play That Game uh, podcast and um, on Twitter on Two Play That po- at Two Play That Pod. So check us out.
1: And if you're listening on the two uh, can play feed, then yes. I am from the channel shelf stories. Shelf stories is my editorial channel. I get into lots of different above the table chats, the intersection of games and life. So yeah, you know, culture and mental health and, you know, just all sorts of like different things The things that you don't want to talk about generally, yes. but I try
0: to have those conversations as much as possible. Well, uh, but, and Jason, it's okay. things that we love to talk about too. So I really think I, and I hope that our fans would love that channel specifically because Andrew and I love to get into stuff that's above above the table, the table like you said, things that are outside of gaming too. So mm-hmm. you, know, I, and I, I, you we, know, we we love that
1: because you guys talk about parenting, you know, you guys mm-hmm, talk about mm-hmm. all sorts of like real life stuff. And that's why I get into yeah. the shelf stories. But then I have yeah. gaming content as well in the one-stop co-op shop I'm a playthrough person and also a video reviewer on the Dice Tower. So go ahead and check out all of those YouTube centric stuff, but also a podcast, the one-stop co-op shop as well.
0: That's awesome. I hope they check it out, Jason. I hope they, I know they'll love it. You, you do great stuff. It's been a, a real pleasure.
1: Thank you so much. And thank you very much for reaching out and making this happen. This has been really fun. Absolutely. Uh too bad we lost Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He'll
1: pop in like after the recording go,
0: what happened, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I've sabotaged his computer, you know.
1: <laughs> All right. So this is Jason reminding you, if you can change your mind, you can change the world. So until next time,
0: later, everybody. See you. Thanks for joining us again for the One Stop Co-op Shop Podcast.